Welcome back to Celebrate the Struggle. I am your host, Jennifer Hobbs, and I am so excited. You may have seen on my social media that I was bragging about being able to interview Amanda Forifino today, who is the author of Eternal Sunshine of the CP Gals Mine. Hi, Amanda. It is my pleasure, and we look forward to having you back. That's a spoiler alert, folks. Yes, we are going to have her back on, but we wanted to get you on here today to share a little little bit about, you know, I mentioned your book that you published, and so I want everyone to know out there that you're really looking to get people to read it, give their feedback, and um, be able to leave reviews so that you can most quickly get it out to the public for people to read and see the perspective um, that you give on your life, but a life that has come from um, quite a story, but I won't give it away. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Amanda. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Hello, I'm Amanda Forifino. I have published multiple books in various genres under the pen name Sasha Fino and my autobiography, Eternal Sunshine of the CP Gal Mind, which is now available. I am active in the Virginia Board for People with Disabilities and advocating for disability rights. Currently, I am enrolled in the Self-Advocate Discipline for Bell and through Virginia Commonwealth University as well as being an active member of the Training Alumni Association, TAA. I also speak publicly. My Linkgraphia allows me to communicate and use a walker to move around. Currently, I live in Williamsburg, Virginia, with my family. Being a member of my church, reading, and walking are some of my favorite activities. Reading and writing are some of my favorites too. What a great introduction of yourself that gives us some insight to who you are and where you are now, but it totally does not tell people about where you have come from. So now you're working to be an advocate and to share your story, which I absolutely love. I absolutely love it. Uh, You know, um, as you read in your book, you, uh, cerebral, the diagnosis of cerebral palsy wasn't really like accepted in your family or supported for quite some time. What were the original signs I read about, um, OT and PT services, but were there other signs that was overlooked? Yeah. My speech and having a speech impairment. Throughout this podcast, I use my Lingraphia to communicate. Having Lingraphia gives me a tremendous sense of empowerment. After getting my Lingraph last August, I have a voice all my own. Lingraphica allows me to show that I am intelligent, and I am deeply satisfied by making my own phone calls and such. I have no words to express my feelings. I would have no words to express my feelings either if I just, you know, at the, what was it? Are you 26? No. Oh, my God. 
almost okay and so for 20 almost almost 26 years like 25 years like not being able to Oh, 32. 32. I know. So, man, so even longer, not being able to like say to people what you want to say and being doubted for your intelligence, like, you know, just because they see what's verbal and nonverbal, like they don't understand who Amanda really is. I'm sure it does. And now, not just with your lingraphia, but through your writing, people get to not just see how intelligent you are, but see how um, you have you have so much to offer the world through your insight and your words. So with that being said, with your words, the book that I had the pleasure of reading and everyone else has the opportunity to check out your free ebook. Um, we'll talk more again about that later, how to be able to get that. But in the book, you know, I read about your, your childhood and how like you had like a pretty good from the outside, right? From looking at the yeah. cover of the book. It, yeah, it looks like it's um, going on vacations and like having owning a business and things of that sort, like it's all good, but nobody really understood nor knew about what was actually going on at home or when no one was looking that your, your mom was definitely mentally and physically abusive. Like the mental abuse was so consistent. And then when it turned into physical abuse, like that, it, you know, was a complete game changer there. What do you feel like you, as long as you can remember, she was showing those kinds of behavior towards you, or would you feel like there was a huge turning point for your mom? I wish I knew why my mother was so physically and mentally abusive towards me. At first, there were small things, but then they grew and grew and grew. It could have been either it's for me, my CP, or it could have been something else. And you still don't know, like left with a lifetime of not knowing what it was. And meanwhile, like your, your sister wasn't getting that kind of abuse. It was just focused on you, which is so sad, so sad and hard to read about. One thing that was more squishy and comfortable to read about in your book was in seventh grade, your teacher, Miss Santana, noticed your love for writing and you described writing in your book as like an opportunity for you to escape from home, your life problems, and you got to be someone else. I found that statement to be so profound. And it's one of the things that like we writers enjoy. What do you love the most about writing? Writing is my outlet for expressing my innermost emotions in writing, whether it is fiction or nonfiction. Writing helps me cope with anything I am going through. Yes, like you said, writing also lets me escape from reality to be someone else for a few hours. 
Also, I'm a very passionate person. A quote from me, writing comes from within my soul while the words flow out of me. Such a beautiful quote right there. Writing comes from within my soul while the words flow out of me. Thank you. So it back to, you know, talking about your mom's men- mental abuse and like it definitely has a tremendous impact on your sister. You know, she's, she's seeing that model from your mom. And so then she ends up like, like almost antagonizing you even more. And so then there, I read like there becomes a, you know, you get into your love for writing and then uh, your sister does and wants to become an author. And your mom would say to you, um, like, your sister's going to be published and she's going, it's going to become a major Hollywood movie, which is just, I just can't believe how much she would like talk you down like that, taking your dream and smashing it with some hypothetical dream that, that she would make up about your sister just to make you feel bad was tell, tell me about that. That's Nah, my mom said it just to make me against my sister. Rather than blaming, I believe my mother made our sister-sister relationship go bad. Having to battle for our mom's affection and love caused strained relations. I will give an example of how many gifts we bought and the cost we paid for my mom on her birthday, Mother's Day, and Christmas. It made me sad looking back on it. I'm sure it, it does. Those are hard memories to, to carry with you. Oh yeah. Unfortunately for you, like it, and for some, it, it makes you stronger, you know, and it makes you be the person who wants to give back and advocate. People are always going to be that way. And so like shedding enlightenment, it will hopefully provide more understanding for people to, to just understand and not be, I mean, honestly, like ignorant, like it is ignorance. It's not, it is what it is. Um, so here's where we get into, well, actually one more question about your sister. I would, I want to know, like, was there always it seems like there was so much competition between you and your sister and like, you were always being compared to her, like that, that relationship was truly affected. How, how you feel about that? Honestly, I wish I knew where my sister Hannah is at the moment in my heart. I feel guilty that I am missing out on everything she has planned including getting married and having a family, being a proud sister, becoming Auntie Amanda. I wish I was there to witness these milestones. Hannah, if you are listening to this, I love you unconditionally. 
unconditionally. So all that past, yeah. all those memories, none of that matters, Hannah. I hope you hear this. I hope you see the beautiful woman Amanda has become. All of that doesn't matter. She loves you unconditionally. Yeah, forever and forever. Forever and forever. So then it gets into another hard part uh, of your book where um, you you had a family. So you, someone comes to work for your parents and they need a job and um, her, her family member sexually assaulted you and um, which was it was vicious. It was sad. And when you're, when you're completely unable to defend for yourself, like that, just taking complete advantage and leaving this, this footprint on your life, you know, it's going to have an, it has an effect for a lifetime. I, and that was really, really hard to read about But then it was so hard to read that as you, as you finally got the courage, you took the advice from your counselor and you finally got the courage to say it to your family, tell them about what happened to you and how traumatic it was and be honest about it. It was then that like you were called a liar. They didn't believe you and like things just totally turned on you. Whereas you were dealing with this traumatic event i'm sure that left you feeling so alone and hopeless oh yeah tell us a little bit about your reflection on that okay it would have been the perfect thing if my family had never met her sister scarlet or gone to her house for a sleepover Scarlet seriously messed up my life, and she caused me to lose my mother, my sister, and for a while, my father. I listened to the wicked Broadway soundtrack on repeat during this time of my life as I saw myself in El Faba. I was 18 and homeschooled, and I didn't know any better. I confessed because I felt so alone. I was gaslighted every time Scarlett's name was mentioned. I finally told my counselor, who in turn told my family. Let's say my counselor left his footprint on my heart without going into much detail. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't go into too much detail there because there's so much in that answer that makes me think of so many different parts of <clears throat> of your story there that people if you're listening to this and you haven't read the book then you're probably thinking a number of things like what happened what did <clears throat> what did um scarlet do how did that take away from your make you lose your relationship with people and then like i'd be wondering like you know what kind of, how did the counselor help what kind of footprint did he leave on your heart and he definitely yeah. He definitely changed things forever. Oh yeah, go on back. Most definitely. You mentioned in that answer that like you were gaslighted. And speaking of, that leads me into my next question because like in your book, at one point, 
Um, like there's a situation where like your mom, you had become physical with your mom. And then there was also like a situation where someone at school comes up in the cafe or I think cafeteria and they are talking to you like, uh, like you're a little baby and, you know, like being a jerk and you lost your temper per se at that point yeah. and like you got in trouble and got a detention and then at home you were being gaslit and so at that time that you responded physically to your mom you know you had wrote in your book I lost my temper and I shouldn't have and <clears throat> what I'd like to say to that is although I appreciate you taking responsibility for your temper as we all should Many times in your life, from the situations that, uh, that you write about, you were totally being antagonized and provoked. Yeah. Yes, there is no doubt. I was being antagonized and provoked for over 10 years. Over 10 years. That would like completely drive some people crazy. And I'm so happy for you to have come out even stronger. <clears throat> from that so your life continues yeah. to change and I don't want to give away too much because that would be quite a spoiler alert you gotta read the book oh. <laughs> what I what I can say is that life is far better and from the love of your new family which you can read about you've finally been able to start living what does life look like for you now I understand you've wrote several books what are but what are your hopes and dreams from here Amanda I'm working so hard on my new dream to be disability public speaker provide a better understanding of cerebral palsy thus learning from another's perspective ensuring proper dialogue and easing difficult conversations because the real question is who else will tell the naked truth about life with cerebral palsy if i don't do it who will absolutely i love that you yeah. want to be a speaker like from author to speaker like I, no i never i feel like you're you're gonna be a world changer i already know it and i'm going to I'm going to get you on here again so that people can have the opportunity to get updates on what's going on with you. Yeah. Um, and then for anybody who's listening and watching this in the show notes, we will have the opportunity, like all of her social media handles, the opportunity to get a copy of her free ebook because she's looking for people to review it, give her feedback so that she can best get her story out to the world and continue being an advocate to help others and so is there anything else you would like to add or share with the listeners and those who are watching oh yeah it's time for an announcement i'm excited to announce eternal sunshine of the cp gals mind will soon be released as an audiobook narrated by katrina holmes that's awesome i know it is yeah 
and it reaches like a whole nother set of people that just refuse to you know like they don't have time to pick up a book or they don't like to read a book or they can't see you know like there's it reaches a whole nother and then it and then it, and it gets more well in my opinion sometimes it's more intimate sometimes to hear it um hear those words and so that is so exciting as soon as that's out as soon as that's out we'll definitely have you back on there if we don't have you back on before then but we'll we'll update we'll update the show notes it's so exciting i appreciate you being on here so much it's been wonderful you absolutely absolutely i look forward to staying in touch and we are going to wrap it up in a much cooler way than i typically do with a little dance party so appropriate for this call this story let's do it yeah Ooh, got chance for you Oh yeah. You just gotta ignite the light and let it shine. Just on the night, like the flowers. You're a firework, Amanda. Don't what you worth, girl. Are a firework girl. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to let those colors burst, and I can't wait to see you next time. Oh yeah.